Excellent. Good to see everyone this morning, or maybe it's this afternoon. We're pushing on a bit of time, so we'll try and make, keep this short, 15 minutes. So some of these guys have already heard this message yesterday, and they asked me to give it again today, so they might be very smart with their answers, so don't be fooled. Um, so it's just this time of the year when people are telling us happy holidays. Who here has heard that? Put your hand up if you've heard happy holidays. Yeah. So whenever I was your age, these guys at the front, I didn't really hear happy holidays very much. It was all happy Christmas. But the reality is that this world is trying to push Christ out of Christmas. It's becoming more commercial. There's more lights. There's more things to distract us from thinking about Christ. So I hope, obviously we've heard the message already from these guys. I hope this Christmas we all have time to think about Christ in our lives and what place he has and that he might have room in the inn or in our hearts and in our lives, not just at Christmas, but every day. So that's, that's why there's something missing in that slide. Make sure Christ is not missing from your life today or at Christmas or at any other point in your life. So just to say that we're going to read a few verses from the Bible throughout the message and the Bible is the Word of God. And yesterday I got a few of the kids to jump up and down. And I told them that the very ground they stand on, is, it's pretty sure, but the Word of God is even more sure and dependable than the ground we stand on. I think if I got everyone here to jump up and down, we'd all end up in the basement. So we won't do that. But remember, Jesus said when he was here on this world, he said, heaven and earth will pass away. But my words, the word of God will never pass away. This world that we are living in today, whenever you walk on the street, the very ground that you stand on, one day it will be gone. But God's word will never fail and it will always be here. So let's get on quickly to the message. Everyone can get home. So holiday planning. Who here is going somewhere for the holidays? already asked this question, but anyone here want to put their hand up and tell us where they're going? No one? You're going nowhere? <laughs> put your hand up. Where are you going? Home. Where's home? <laughs> In Halifax. Yeah, that's, that, that's, a, that's a good place to be. That's where I'm going to be. Anyone else going anywhere else? Maybe a bit further afield. This guy in the blue shirt. He's going to Prince Edward Island. Does that mean poverty every inch? <laughs> That's what I was told that meant once. Anywhere, anyone else? She's going to Ontario. Wow. Well, you know what? Do you, know, you guys all know where I'm from, don't you? Where? Yes, that's why you need an interpreter. I would love to be going home to see my family for Christmas, but I can't because my wife's about to give birth in a few days' time. So I'm very sad. Yeah. I'm very sad I can't go home, but we've got lots of good friends here and we'll be good. But I was hoping maybe we can think about planning a trip to Ireland, all of us, so I can kind of feel better about myself. Okay. So the first thing, whenever you're going to plan a holiday, some of you guys are going places for Christmas. You're going to Ontario. Some people are just staying at home, and that's absolutely fine. That's what I'm doing. Some people are going to PEI. Some, I was talking to Janice. She's going around the whole of America to see all her kids. 
There's people traveling, but if you're going to go on holiday, the first thing you need to think about is what? Your destination, that's right. Where am I going? Yeah, destination. So I asked this question yesterday, so no one in the front is allowed to answer this. Does anyone here, the older children at the back, know where this is? John Wells not allowed to answer. Anyone else? You're half right, David. Half right. The Giant's Causeway, yeah. So it's a, it's a place in Northern Ireland near where I grew up, and there's like these hexagonal stones that, that go on for miles down the coast, and it's very beautiful. So let's all go to Ireland for Christmas, and we'll plan our holiday, and you guys can think where you're going. So whenever you're going on holiday, you have to think of the destination. And is there anywhere here where you guys would really like to go on holiday and you haven't been? Angel number two. Shout it out. I like to go to oh, well, there you go. You're my favorite then. <laughs> Where would you like to go, David? Yeah. San Francisco. San Fran. Good choice. There's a very steep street there. What about some of the adults? What's on your to-do list? David McDonald. You told me you wanted to go somewhere. That's what you told me. Oh, I see. Just, uh, just an afterthought, David. Okay. So there's lots of places we can go on holiday. Without London, there's San Fran there. There's Italy. There's Toronto. There's lots of different places we can go on holiday, isn't there? Yes. And it's nice to travel if we get the chance to go and see friends and family. And I would love to go to Ireland for Christmas, but sadly it's not going to happen. And there's lots of different places we can go on holiday. But let me remind you today, there's a journey that all of us are going to make whenever we leave this world. And whenever you're going on holiday, you're going to Ontario, you're flying, I think you told me. You've got a plane ticket and it tells you exactly when you're leaving your departure, for where you're going. The reality is this journey that all of us will take one day into eternity after this world is finished. We don't know when we're leaving. We don't know the, the, the time that we're going to leave or depart. That is why it's so important to be ready for that great destination on the other side. And you know, when you're planning your holidays, it can be so confusing, so many places to go, Mexico, we all love to go to Mexico, London, PEI. But the reality is, whenever we leave this world, and we don't know when it's going to be, there's only two destinations. There's a place called heaven, and that's where God lives, and those who love him and have had their sins forgiven. And there's a place called hell, which is real. A place where people will be without God forever and ever and be punished for their sins. They rejected God, and that is why they're there. So there's only two destinations. Remember that the next time you're planning your holiday or going somewhere, remember there's only two destinations in the greatest journey that you will make in your life when you leave this world. And the reason why this, this, this place, hell, exists is because of some, th something called sin. It's such a small word, but it's got a, such a big, a big problem for all of us. It causes such a big problem 
This was in the, the Garden of Eden where Adam and Eve were there and everything was perfect. But the devil came and tempted them and he disobeyed God and sin came into this world. You know, sin is something which separates all of us from God. God is someone who is absolutely holy and perfect and just. That is who he is. And because those are all his characteristics and qualities, that means he has to hate sin with every part of his being. And that is why he must punish sin. And that is why sin separates all of us from God. You know, the Bible tells us in Romans 3, all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Let us repeat that after three, just a verse. One, two, three, for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Just remember that all of us have fallen short of God's standards. And we talked about what sin is. The Ten Commandments, give us some examples of the Ten Commandments, God's standards for living. Do not murder, angel number one. Do not lie. Obey your parents. That's right. There's lots we can do. There's ten commandments, but those are the standards that God expects from us. And none of us can ever meet those standards. We all fall short, and we are sinners. So that's lesson number one. Sin separates us from God. And remember, there's only two destinations. So we're going to go to Ireland, let's say. Tell me this. Could I swim to Ireland? No. You could. Do you, th- do you think I could swim to Ireland? No. What? It's, it's possible, exactly. Yeah, it is. Have to swim across the Pacific Ocean or where? Which, which ocean would I need to swim across? No. The Atlantic Ocean. Go and do, learn your geography. It's possible for me to get to Ireland by swimming across the Atlantic, but what would be the easiest way for me to go? Fly. Fly. Yeah. What, what other way could I go? There, you could go a cruise ship. could do that. Probably take a week. It's completely doable. If you're going to Toronto or Ontario, you could drive there. People do that all the time. Whenever we're going on holiday, we need to decide what kind of transportation we're going to take. And sometimes... There's lots of different ways. We need to decide we're going to go the easy way. If we're going to fly, is it going to be five legs to the flight? Are we going to pay a bit more money and do two legs? There's lots of different ways to get to the destination we want to go. And you know what? Whenever we think about the greatest journey that all of us have to take one day when we leave this world, and we don't know when that will be, there's lots of different ideas about how we can be ready to meet God, how we can get to heaven And the reality is, if you talk to a lot of people, they will say, if I go to church or chapel every Sunday, if I go and say my prayers or or do whatever on a regular basis and be a very good attendee at my religious building, I'll be ready to meet God. That's what some people think. Some people think that if they give lots of money to charities or to good works, that somehow will earn them a place in heaven and earn them favor with God. Some people think that if they try and be a very good boy or girl or a good person to their neighbor and so forth, and those are good things, don't get me wrong, but you know, the Bible tells us it's not of works. There's nothing that we can do. There's lots of different religions in this world and faiths, 
And we were just talking about it yesterday. The amazing thing about Christianity is this. All the other faiths in this world, they tell us what we have to do to get to God. But Christianity, God has come to us. He has come to us to save us from our sin. And that is what makes Christianity so unique. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes to the Father except through me. Whenever you're going your holidays, lots of different ways to go, but remember this. There is one way to heaven. And Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. So remember that. Destination, how many are there? Two. Transportation, how many ways to heaven? That's right. Now the next thing, some of these kids have very expensive tastes. Whenever you're going to holiday, you know where you're going, how you're going to get there. When you arrive, what do you need to decide? Accommodation, that's right. Where are you going to stay? And I'm sure this is a familiar slide to many of us. Hotels.com, frantically looking online for the cheapest deal. My wife leaves that all to me. And uh, there's so many options out there. You can stay in a campsite. You can, you can stay in a tent. You can stay in an Airbnb. You can stay in a hotel. You can stay in a caravan or whatever, residential home. There's so many places to stay. But I want to tell you, we've already heard today, but I want to tell you this. There's amazing, the amazing thing about the Christmas story or the, the gospel in general is that the very God who made this entire universe, he made everything, everything that you see, he decided to come into this world to save us from our sin. We know that sin is a problem in all of our lives. All of us have sinned. And God came into this world in the person of Jesus Christ, the person who owns everything in this world, and where do you think he would want to stay? The most important person that has ever lived in this world. Where do you think he would stay? Well, we'd all think that he would want to stay in a five-star hotel, but that didn't happen. Where did he stay? Where was his first night on earth? The shepherd, you'll know. At Bethlehem in a manger. Isn't that absolutely amazing to think that the God of this universe came into this world through baby Jesus, and he was willing to stay in a manger. There was no space for him in the inn. And he lived a life in a small, obscure village called Nazareth, where his dad was a carpenter. And that's how humble he was. He came into this world with one thing in mind, that was to save you and to save me from our sin. And that was the reason for him coming. So that's amazing, isn't it? So next time you book your accommodation, remember that baby Jesus came into this world and he was willing to stay in the manger because of you and because of me. Now, this, this is the hardest part for me. Whenever we go on holiday, trying to get my wife to get the luggage down is a big problem. <laughs> you're, you're restricted to 15 kilograms or 25 or whatever. And who here travels pretty light. Put your hand up if you travel light. Amy, I don't believe you one bit. You'd take everything in the kitchen sink. 
So whenever we go on holidays, we need to think about what we're going to pack. And I'm usually jumping on top of my suitcase or my wife's suitcase to try and get the zip closed. And so I had to burst at the seams. But you know what? This great, this great journey that all of us one day will take when we leave this world, the reality is we can take nothing with us. And I think as Paul said to Timothy, he said, whenever we come into this world, we come into this world naked with absolutely nothing. Hopefully next week I'll have another son and he will come screaming into this world, God willing, with nothing. But whenever we leave this world, we leave with nothing. So remember, you take nothing with you. The most important thing you can remember in this world is to be ready for heaven. Whenever you go to the airport, what is the most important thing you cannot forget? And if, if you leave it, you'll basically be told by the, board, the border guards, you're not coming, go back home. What is it? Yes, a passport. My wife literally checks it every five minutes on the way to the airport. She never stops checking it. Is it in the pocket? And she'll look. A passport is absolutely essential if you're going to the airport. Otherwise, someone will say, you're not coming in here. Do you know what? There is a record in heaven. It's called the Lamb's Book of Life. And Revelation tells us that God has a record in heaven of those people who are saved, those people that belong to him, who have had their sins forgiven. And there will be people who go on this great journey and they will stand before God and God will say, depart from me, I never knew you. So make sure that you have your name written in that record and you're ready for heaven and to meet God and have your sins forgiven and taken away. That's the amazing news of the gospel or this time of Christmas. We think about Christ coming into this world to be our savior. The Bible says, for God so loved the world that he gave his only son that whoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. And we've heard about the cross. God's son was the only person who ever walked this world who never did one thing wrong. He never sinned. He always obeyed his parents. He never lied. He was never jealous. And yet cruel men and women nailed him to a cross. His blood was shed. And when he was on that cross, you were on his mind. I was on his mind. And God punished him for the sin of this entire world. That sin that was separating us from God and keeping us out of God's presence. You know, the Bible tells us the wages of sin is death. That just means sin results in death. It results in separation from God for all eternity. But God has sent his son, the Savior, into the world. And he t tells us that the gift of God is eternal life. The gift of God is eternal life. You know, at this time of the year, we're getting lots of gifts I was frantically running around last minute getting mine sorted out for Dorothy and my wife. We get lots of gifts, don't we? What is a gift? It's something that you give to someone that they deserve or that you, or that, 
You have to pay for it. You have to. It's free. It's something you just take. And God is telling each one of us today that the gift of God is eternal life. If anyone here realizes that they are a sinner and they've turned away from God, they've sinned against God, God is offering you eternal life today and complete forgiveness through what his son did on the cross. And he just tells you to take the gift. The gift of God is eternal life. And the reality is, this gift, I will give it to whoever comes and takes it from me. Everyone else, sit down, sit down, sit down. Oh dear, oh dear. Everyone sit down, everyone sit down. Everyone sit down. You come up. Ah, sit down. Everyone sit. This man got it. This man got it. Everyone sit down. Everyone sit down. Health and safety. What's your name? Daniel. Daniel. I should have known that wasn't going to go too well. But Daniel heard me say, whoever wants this gift can take it. And that's what a gift is. If someone offers it to you, you just come and take it. And God has said, the gift of God is eternal life. So if anyone here wants the greatest gift of all this Christmas, you just need to come to God and realize, repent, turn away from your sin, and God will give you eternal life. And you will be ready for the greatest destination, the greatest trip you're going to take in this world one day. When you leave this world, you will be ready to meet God and ready for heaven. So, Next time you are in an airport or wherever you're going, remember all those things. Destination. There's only two destinations. Remember transportation. Jesus said, I am the way. Remember accommodation. Someone came to a manger for you. And remember that you don't know when the departure time is going to be. That's why you need to be ready. And I hope this Christmas you take the greatest gift, far better than this, the gift of eternal life. Daniel, you need to promise me you're going to share these with your friends because there's a lot of sweets in there. <laughs> share them with your friends. Good man. Thank you.